Yo, Chris Chavez, I'm losing my voice, but I'm still super hyped for you. You won this Sandman number one graded at a 9.8. We already have your information and we're sending it to you because you're a member of our subscription service, The Mystery Mail Call, comictom101.com to directly support the show. Give me an excuse to send you comics every single month. The link is in the description. Let's talk about the trending comic books this week. Another week, another list. The con season has officially caught up with me. I've had no voice all week. I've been resting it for this video. If that's not deserving of a like and subscribe, I don't know what is. Yeah, Tom messaged me last night. He's like, dude, my voice, you got to come meet in the video today. I'm sorry. I'll do what I have to, Tom. I have to be here every week. Ryan yeah. only gets called in when Tom we loses his voice. We have to preserve voice, so. my precious voice. It's so. all right. <laughs> all right, guys. Hit the subscribe button because regardless of if I'm sick at a convention, we're doing this video. We've never missed a week for over four years. Hot damn. And at the list, at number 10, it's like I'm going back to my 90s childhood. We got Gargoyles number one. This is the Baltimore Comic Con ash can that was given away at the retailer summit and somehow we missed out dude oh my gosh this is so funny so we all got to baltimore thursday evening because of time zones and traveling all day we get there right before the dinner and they had already given away all of the ash cans so we unfortunately did not get this ash can but it was absolutely the talk of the convention and it's great to see it on this list 90 dollars average sales there was a hundred dollar sale for a raw copy this is the continuation of the gargoyles canon post Dynamite's acquisition of the IP that was announced at San Diego Comic-Con this year. So the original creator of the Gargoyles cartoon, Greg Wiseman, is actually writing this new run for Dynamite, and he clarified uh, some of the continuity issues with the Gargoyles comics and you know franchise over the years. Uh, you have the first two seasons of the cartoon. That makes that's, that's obvious. Then there was a run of Gargoyles comics at Marvel for 12 issues, and then a six-issue run at SLG Comics leading us to today. I grew up watching Gargoyles. This has got me excited. You know I'm making a dope-ass variant for this. And Nikki B, shout out, announced some major news over at Dynamite. Well, we just got an email an hour ago letting us know that they are going to be doing a special 1 in 250 variant if you buy 250 copies of the new Gargoyles. Best thing is it's going to be signed and it'll come with a special certificate from CGC because it was a witness signing so you can send it in and get an actual yellow signature series label. This sounds a lot like what they did with Todd McFarlane and I love this idea. Dynamite learning from the... uh Todd Father here doing what he did with the Spawn Universe, working with CGC. And this isn't like the cover artist doing the signing. This is Greg Wiseman, the creator of Gargoyles. Classy move. Classy move. Hit the like and subscribe and also download the best comic app in existence. It's called Geek Collector Comics. It's how you support the show, but also it helps support your comic investing, speculating, and overall collecting. As an LCS owner, I use this app every single day. It lets me know what books I should be looking out for. Speaking of books you're looking out for, or books I'm looking out for, we have number nine on the list, uh, Green Lantern, number, number 87 from 1971. This is the first appearance of Jon Stewart. Second appearance of Guy Gardner and Warner Brothers Discovery HBO updates, giving reason to the massive amount of cancellations and updates on Green Lantern. It's still happening, just very different. Yeah, we've talked a lot in the past few months about uh, the merger between Discovery and Warner Brothers and how the new CEO, David Zaslav, has come in and basically with his like Homelander laser vision has just started cutting cutting movies from the from the production. 
And uh, I, as a Green Lantern fan, was very nervously watching the upcoming Green Lantern show, expecting it to get canceled, but it is still hanging on, except this last week, they just completely shrunk down the scope and narrowed the focus to just be a Jon Stewart story instead of a broader Green Lantern core. So now that we have Jon Stewart news, it absolutely makes sense that we're talking about the first appearance of Jon Stewart. 1.2K average sales on this. It's a 533% increase in copies sold, and that means low-grade and high-grade books are all selling. Classic Neil Adams cover. We have a recent high of a CGC 9.6 for $3,000, and there's an all-time high of a CGC 9.8, $10,500 back in March of 2022. This is a tough book. That white cover is oh, yeah. and it's thicker too so there's a lot of problems present making it understandable why there's a lonely 33 copies graded at 9.8 number eight on the list young avengers number one tom and i have talked about this book as being the new generation giant size x-men number one and with really good cause it's the first team appearance of the young avengers we have kate bishop patriot as guardian aka wiccan hulkling and iron lad a ton of great first appearances 180 dollars average sales high cgc 9.8 for 500 dollars five $500 mm-hmm. is so low, it man. Is. I was picking this book up for under a grand last year thinking, man, this has dropped. This book has seen heights of fifteen ninety five in 2021. And this right here may be the best opportunity to get in on a spec book. Is there anyone in the community, let me know in the comment section below, who doesn't think Young Avengers are coming? Actually, while researching for this video, uh, I took a look at you know the the lineup of all the Young Avengers. There's only two that we have not gotten in the MCU to date. Uh, Hulkling and Iron Lad have not shown up. Everybody else uh, is already established in the MCU. And Iron Lad is like, I would say, yeah, he hasn't officially appeared, but Iron Lad is Kang, so like technically, that's like 50%. So I'll go like 1.5 right? members haven't exactly. been introduced yet. For the record, anybody who's listening to us right now needs to read Young read Avengers. It. Number. It's, it's one of the coolest books from this era, which is my favorite era of Marvel Comics, the early 2000s. But Young Avengers is just a really cool story, in spite of it being a young book for kids. Well, it's Avengers really like disassembled, and then you go into this like next-gen hero team, and I think a lot of people just didn't read it. Right. It's got Young on the title. It must be for kids. I'm not reading it. And I made that mistake for a really long time, but it's a really fun series. Not only is it fun, captivating, it's going to be extremely relevant in the next year. And take a look at this October news, courtesy of Key Collector. Hulkling and Wiccan, a.k.a. Billy Kaplan, son of Scarlet Witch, are rumored to appear in the Agatha TV series. Wiccan likely to be played by Joe Locke. It's a 383% increase in copies sold this week. And keep in mind that... In the last 11 months, this book has gone down $500. We were seeing a lot of spikes around the WandaVision time, and it seems like people have forgotten that there is an Agatha show coming. Agatha Coven of Chaos, one of two different shows spinning off of the first Disney plus Marvel show, WandaVision. Aubrey Plaza breaking the internet, joining the cast this week. So not only do we have Aubrey Plaza joining this cast, the day before we also got an announcement that Joe Locke is joining the show Agatha, Coven of Chaos. Uh, his only other role before this was in the Netflix show Heartstopper, which is about a boy discovering that he is having feelings for another boy in his class. So the speculation there is he might be portraying Wiccan, who we last saw in WandaVision as well, but they'll have to age him up from a little kid in that show. And that's also why we're seeing a lot of attention towards the Young Avengers. But we digress, because at the list at number seven, Avengers 
the Children's Crusade number one, seeing $20 average sales, 9.8s hitting $250. And that's from a sale September 29th, my birthday. Hot damn. 425% increase in copies sold this week. Now we've been talking about Young Avengers forever and this is the next logical step. If you even look at the cover of this book, you've got Wanda, Scarlet Witch on the cover with all of the Young Avengers underneath. I mean, really, this is the type of thing that this is gonna be a plot line that we are going to see in the very near future. I mean, we even had rumors as of March that Marvel has unannounced projects that are gonna borrow heavily from this story arc. There's a lonely 24 copies graded at a 9.8. This book has reached heights of $470. If you think about where it could place in the MCU, it kind of makes me think that maybe this will be some sort of spinoff of a Young Avengers project in the way that this comic spun out of the Young Avengers comic. We couldn't see a similar trajectory happen on screen as well. It's definitely something you can't get into too much because the kids aren't even from like the same multiverse and Scarlet Witch is presumed dead by the end of Multiverse of Madness doesn't matter because we're talking comic books at the list at number six. We have The Omega Man, issue number three, Lobo, making his way onto the list. I like seeing this. $100 average sales, $375 for a CGC 9.8. That happened mid-month in October. James Gunn taking on a new role. Has people specking pretty hard? However, I want to point this out there. He's not doing every single project. I mean, it's impossible. He can't direct and write everything. This is one of those books that I believe is perpetually relevant, but people don't think enough about it. This has been a $100 book forever. Everyone loves Omega Men number three. Except for Ryan. I know, Ryan has no <laughs> idea, but that's okay. This is one of those that if you find in a collection, you will find this book in dollar bins, $5 bins, because people aren't paying attention. Yes, it's the first appearance of Lobo. Yes, it's the first cover appearance of Lobo. And we have been talking about movie speculation for years. There was speculation over over a decade ago that Danny Trejo was going to come out and play Lobo because a motorcycle riding guy with a big cigar. But the fact that we are talking about this now, 177% increase in copies sold, good DC news all over. I mean, there was even one point that Guy Ritchie and Michael Bay was in line to take on Lobo. So I'm like praying to Thor, very grateful that that didn't happen. However, this is definitely a violent alien you know it's a strange character and i think that that has been met by peacemaker that's my my issue with this apart from the fact that i just personally i can't stand lobo as a character i feel like if especially if you put this in the hands of james gunn he's too similar as like a a badass with a gun who shoots first and asks questions later and is a you know it's, it's comedy and i don't know i feel like we're going to be talking a lot in the future about this might be a james gunn thing or this book's on the list because maybe james gunn would make it into a cool movie but I, I personally, I don't, I don't know if he's the right fit for this. I, I, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have mind seeing a Michael Bay or Guy Ritchie Lobo movie personally. No. Peacemaker is done, right? human. Peacemaker is American. Truth, justice, American way. That's what he does. Lobo is the last Zarnian. Like oh, he's not even defending it. a planet that exists you, anymore. You bastard. And the fact that Lobo comes down to kick the crap out of Superman. We see so many Superman Lobo fights. I'm really excited because we know Superman's back. He's already showed up Russ at the end of Black just Adam. Like I love putting Lobo. It together, I trying, think it's great. Trying really. to make it happen. <laughs> well, we have an increase of copies sold indeed, but there's a total 9.8 census count of 2,575. This book reached heights of near $500 back in 2021, hitting $456. You know what? There's a lot of love for Lobo, just like there is for the TMNT at the list at number five. TMNT, the last Ronin number one. 
$80 average raw sale. We are seeing $180 for a high CGC 9.8, although we're seeing average sales of that in the $140 to $150 range. It is 186% increase in copies sold this week. The Fallen Turtles, the surviving last brother, the Ronin, was a huge hit and it sold 130,000 copies. Kind of surprising that there's so many high-graded copies graded on the census. There's a total of near 3,000, 2,945 slabs. And out of that, 10 of them are perfect tens. And we have uh, 240 9.9s. It's a little weird to see that many high-end graded copies of a book that can't fit into any bag and board on the face of the earth. This was an oversized comic. It was delayed because of pandemic. When it was delivered to shops, the damages were atrocious. When we received these, they were wrapped. It was like a bundle of 25 had yeah. like a piece of twine about it. And as we opened them, the top ones and the bottom ones had little scrunches on them. But it is a prestige. It is a square bound. They have nice sharp corners. So even if some of them were damaged, CGC is proving to be a little bit more lenient on books like this and the Batman Damned. We're seeing those coming back with a lot of 9.9s and 10.0s anyway. Well, considering early October, we saw a sale of a 9.8, if you're going to invest, I would suggest you just save up the extra hundred bucks and get a 9.9. There was a plan, what I thought was going to be a one shot, but now it's a series coming out soon, but it was delayed until January. The announcement was made back in June and we saw it covered on multiple websites talking about how the release date was the first week of November. Well, those websites still say it's the first week of November, even though IDW has updated the release date until late January for issue number one. The Lost Years is coming. We're going to find out more narratives as it connects to the last Ronin, you know, post Michelangelo finding out about the death of his family, but also learn about the next generation of turtles. This is great because we're going to get to see more of Casey Marie Jones, who's the daughter of Casey Jones and April O'Neil, get to be the master of a new set of turtles. Next Gen Avengers making the list. Next Gen Turtles coming soon at the list at number four. Micronauts number one. Bill Mantlo, goodness, debuting in 1979. We are seeing $30 average sales. $185 for a recent 9.8 sale. And I'll remind the community that back in March of this year, this book hit at 9.8, 400 bones. So we had news back in September of 2019 that there was a, uh, a movie in development with Paramount and the creators of How to Train Your Dragon We've also seen a 233% increase in copies sold compared to last week. Now, we don't have any updates on that Paramount news. Tough to believe that that's still even slated. However, with us about to venture into the quantum realm and so much spec focused on Cassie Lang, it makes sense that the Micronauts could be introduced, even if it's just a nod only. So in the new... Ant-Man Quantumania trailer, we get to see the Pims and the Langs get sucked into the quantum realm. This is the secret universe below ours. And throughout the trailer, we see many more miniature people throughout this. Is Micronauts going to be part of it? Are we going to see this team or is this just another MacGuffin? An increase of copies sold of 233% means that people are hoping they're going to see this hit toy turn franchise IP at Marvel. There are a lot of these on the census right now. We are seeing 829 copies at a CGC 9.8 and 985 copies at a CGC 9.6. This is the type of book from the era 1978, 1979 that you wouldn't expect 
expect as many copies. An interesting thing to note, out of all the research I did, I did not see a single copy that didn't look like a newsstand. Normally you would have a barcode of the black slash through it that would be a direct copy from this era. I only saw newsstands. So use caution if you're looking to pick this up somewhere if someone is trying to sell it for a newsstand premium. If that's not worth a like, I don't know what is. At the list at number three, Avengers number six, debuting in 2010. Now this is the first full appearance of the next Avengers. This also is the first appearance of an alt-reality character the son of T'Challa and Storm, people be specking on the next Black Panther. People are speculating, especially after the death of Chadwick Boseman, like who's going to be the new Black Panther? You know, we've been hearing about Shiri, maybe, or a resurrected Killmonger taking on the role, but now maybe we'll have a son of T'Challa, and, you know, they probably won't be Storm in this in the MCU, but could be his son, too. Sounds like more next-gen spec, causing an uptick in copies sold of 717%. It's important to note these types of keys because although Black Panther hasn't been released yet, there are individuals who have seen it. And seeing where they put their money tends to show us a trend. $15 average sales, $250 for a high CGC 9.8 sale. A huge Increase in copies sold this past week, which is very curious. And a total of 74 graded copies on the census, 40 of which are graded at a 9.8. And this book is selling consistently at 250. It was a price that was set back in 2021 during the comic boom, and it was just matched again. If you want to support what we do, you need to go over to ComicTom101.com and sign up for the Mystery Mail Call where we send you exclusive books every single month and a chance to win a grail. That's right. Someone won a Sandman 1 9.8. If you want to join the community, we are in active enrollment for the November box. I have a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers 101 Greta Lusky Rita Repulsa cover going out one per box, Virgins at Random. We have a Sirens Gate, Shannon Mayer's first independent work with the Lucille Padillo cover, Virgins going out at random. And last but not least, Gabriel Del Otto on Batman Beyond number one. The first appearance of Terry McGinnis. We brought it back to press. It's a trade dress version going out one per box. Join the community. Support the show. And Russ Hinwood, number two. Number two on the list, Wonder Man number one. The one shot from 1986. I love this Bill S. cover, and we are seeing $25 average sales. And this is interesting. There's a $265 CGC 9.8 that was on sale back in May. And we saw a high CGC 9.8 sale of $600 at the end of August for a newsstand copy. We have the first solo titled issue featuring Wonder Man. This is the origin retold and an increase of copies sold of 500%. There's a lonely 29 copies graded at a 9.8. And the news that dropped this week has me hyped to no end. We got Dr. Manhattan who's going to play Wonder Man. Yaya Abdul-Mateen. Yes, dude. I love this guy. He did great in Watchmen, like you said. He was really cool in Aquaman as well. He's done a bunch of other stuff that I haven't seen yet, but I, I just really like him as an actor. He's a cool guy. So we talked about a direct market copy. We talked about a newsstand copy. There is actually a Canadian version that's currently listed on eBay for $1,200. 
There is only one Canadian version at a 9.8. There is also one 9.6 and one 9.4. You can tell the difference because the regular one has a cover price of $1.25 and the Canadian version has a $1.50 cover price. We're getting more rumors about who's going to join the cast of this. Very exciting. And this is going to be a focus on a superhero who is a struggling actor, which means we're probably going to see the first struggling actor in the MCU, Trevor Slattery. Yeah, he was like the first uh, the first actor to get cast in this show. Yeah, Ben Kingsley's coming back, which I'm, I'm all on board uh-huh. with. Dude, Iron Man 3 is so underrated. <laughs> it is, and seeing him pop up again in Shang-Chi out of nowhere was a great surprise. And uh, news broke, like, after all of the Key Collector list came out, like, just yesterday, news started breaking. Rumors started popping up about Bob Odenkirk from Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. They want him to play uh, some role in Wonder Man. We Probably don't know like much beyond that. casting agent or something like that. That's the speculation. Um, Wonder Man's agent is named Neil Saroyan, and he might... Uh, He'd, he'd fit perfectly in that role. Hit the like, slap the subscribe button. We're here no matter what, comic fam, rain or shine, voice or not, and at the list at number one. Wow, man, we've come full circle. West Coast Avengers, number 45, debuting in 1989. The first appearance of the colorless vision. $40 average sales, high CGC 9.8 of $450. This book was hitting $1,000 during the WandaVision frenzy. We did, in fact, see Colorless Vision at the end of that, but why are we talking about it now? Well, we have a brand new announcement. Vision's getting his own spinoff, which has pushed this book back in the community's interest. However, want to remind the community about the delays that CGC had at the time WandaVision debuted, which was during the start of pandemic. So an increase of 718% sounds mighty, regardless of it not hitting new records, largely because those records were had at a time that members were sending out what was a very common book. There is a total of 227 graded at a 9.8 and 501 graded at a 9.6. The newsstand alone hit an all-time high of $1,950. At the start of this list, we were talking about Agatha and and all the WandaVision spec, that that spinoff from WandaVision. And now here at number one, we have the other spinoff that we hinted at, the Vision Quest show starring the colorless Vision that we met at the end of WandaVision. We don't know a whole lot else about this show other than that, so it'll be interesting to see where they go from here, and hopefully we can get our Vision back. I want to know your thoughts in the comments section below about this list, these comics. Do you own any? We appreciate your time today. As always, geek responsibly. Nuff? said join myself and both of these guys every single week on the best new place to buy and sell collectibles we stream live through the powers of whatnot doing dollar start auctions that last as little as 15 seconds long and fire guy ryan you brought books from your personal collection on the mic last week that's true i have too many comics and i need to get rid of them so if you want to come help me get rid of my own comic books uh check us out on whatnot on tuesday we have two other videos for you to check out we made them for you Enjoy them. We out.